welcome to this 19th episode of the Eating with Clarity podcast, and thank you for listening. I hope you're having a good day. Today, I have another listener's reading for you, one I recorded a while back before we moved house. This one's from Honey, who asked about the present situation in her relationship. We had four moving lines to talk about, with some quite fierce warnings and bad omens, the kind where you want to slow down and make sure you've really understood what the oracle's showing you. So this episode's a bit longer than the last few. I hope you enjoy it and find it helpful. So the reading I looked at was the first one you sent me. What do I need to know about this relationship now? Which, uh, yeah, is big and complicated and not much fun at all. So I thought you were quite brave to share it. So what you need to know about the relationship now is hexagram 32 lasting Changing at lines 1, 3, 4, and 6 to 41, decrease. Do you want to fill in a little bit of background about what it's like before we start? Um, so it's kind of complicated. So this has been like a saga for four years. Um, so when I first got together with this guy, um, I've only had two relationships in my life, 18 to 22 and 30 to now, which is 34. Um, so with this person, um, he is polyamorous, and I am not polyamorous that I know of. I'm just mm-hmm. person. I'm just a person. Like, I, I just I just actually, had I not have met him, I probably would have just stayed single. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, really have any kind of – draw to any particular kind of relationship which is probably how we got involved in the first place was that I could I don't know I'm really confused about who I am and what I am and anything because of how things have unfolded like I did not expect this to happen in my life and so I'm just really lost Mm -hmm. yeah I has it been happy has it felt good um majority of the time yeah Mm. majority of the time it's okay Mm. I read through your forum threads about this and the theme for quite some time seems to have been how could you um, be less involved? <laughs> um, <laughs> how could, should, could you maybe do an extra work shift so that just so you would be spending less time with him? Yes. Um, and then about moving out, not living with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I recognised this in hexagram 41 in the background of the reading decrease Mm. that looks like what you've been trying to do for a while um -hmm. i think your last reading there was about getting free from your feelings for him so it's like just you know decrease just reducing the percentage of your life that this relationship occupies Mm -hmm. um but yeah that that's so it's the relating hexagram it's your hexagram it does feel very much like yours Yes. But then in the the foreground, there is lasting, which it seems like a clash of hexagrams. Seems as if the two do not naturally get on. Because lasting says it continues. Um, And it's, I think it's quite deeply ingrained. It's something that moves in its cycles and endures. In the name of the hexagram, it means what perseveres, going on, what lasts a long time, constant law. Also, just what's normal and habitual and regular and always there 
Yeah. Recognising this? Yeah, yeah. it very much sounds like how things are. And um, to be honest, right from the very start, I was was very – like the thing was, I, I I met this guy and I was just like, oh, you know, because he he was upfront with who he was and how he was, and I was very blasé when I met him because I I have always been independent and I was like, so in other words, I didn't care how he was because I was very independent anyway. So I was always kind of like, I don't care, I don't have feelings for other people. I can do my own thing and be happy, joy, joy. Um, doing everything that I wanted to do, and he has all these other people that he can turn to. And then I was like, which was work out, which will work out for me because I like to do a lot of things on my own. And that was all fine for about uh, <clears throat> maybe nine months. Nine months it started getting a bit weird, and then 18 months I actually realized that I loved him after 18 months. So I didn't love him instantly. I just liked him mm. a lot, and I enjoyed his company. And he was interesting and he was teaching me and I was growing and I was starting to develop feelings for another person that wasn't related to me. Um, prior to that, I didn't really like anyone that wasn't like a friend or a relation. Yeah. But then? But then I had intimate feelings for him and then I wanted to be like, you know, connected with him mm-hmm. and I liked him and then I loved him. Mm-hmm. So then I kept wanting to spend more time with him. But prior to meeting him, I don't, I don't, I'm not like that with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's have a look at the framework of the reading. Um, Mm -hmm. Lasting and decrease. And then we can, we can get to those four moving lines. They're the most important part of the reading. They're the cusp of it. And as you listen to the framework, it's important to remember that they're the most direct answer, but it still helps, I think, to put the context in place first. Yeah. So, yeah, lasting. Um, if you look at the old Chinese word for lasting, hung, it shows a heart. And then the other part is a bit more mysterious, but it probably means the path of the moon or the sun and the moon. There are two shores and something that travels between them. And it's probably the moon traveling between the, the horizons of the sky, or it might be a boat traveling between shores. It's something that endlessly keeps traveling and goes round and round. And you can see from that that it means it doesn't mean it always stays the same because the moon doesn't. It's famous for it. But it, keep, you know, it keeps going. It keeps going round. It's regular. It's unceasing. It's, yeah, it helps to see, the, see where a hexagram comes from. And this one comes from 31 which is influence and attraction and being moved. So, yeah, 31 is a good hexagram for falling for someone and kind of feeling them inside you and in the marrow of your bones and the way they kind of have, you know, they're kind of hooks in you and you're just moved by them. Speaking of you saying that about hooks Mm -hmm. in you, like how you just said that, when him and I first got together, that's how he described me that I got my hooks in him. But I wasn't yeah, trying it's, to get my hooks no, in him. And it's, it's, yeah, it's worth saying that you asked what to know about the relationship. So um, the whole reading belongs to both of you. Um, yeah. More or less. You can, look, you can look for him in it as well as you. So yeah, from, from 31 to 32, um, influence calls, lasting endures. The influence, the connection gets anchored. And for instance, when you moved in together, 
you did, didn't you, at one point? Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. Um, I was the first person that he lived with for such a long period of time um, it, since he got divorced, actually, because I was the first person that he told me, and I, I believe he was honest about it. He's like, I was the first person that he lived with since his divorce. And him and I are like chalk and cheese, and we have an age gap. And um, so the fact that I was the first person that he lived with for such a long period of time, which wasn't very normal for him, so, but um, but then I moved out because we had to move out because um, the building that we were living in was getting reconstructed. Um, so yeah, I Hazelgrand thirty two is associated with husband and wife, which is a good moment to notice that this is setting the stage and not core of the reading. Um, yeah, setting the stage. But part of what it's doing is lasting, which is not a bad thing. Lasting creates success, not a mistake. Specifically says it's not a bad thing. Constancy bears fruit, and it's fruitful to have a direction to go. So it does well both with steadiness and with a direction to go, which I think, I mean, this is just, just how I see it, but I think the direction um, is what rescues 32 from being kind of automated or unconscious, just going round and round and round on the tracks. So direction to go says, okay, where where can I go from here? What's out there? What can I explore? So it, it gives it a more expansive, less automatic kind of aspect. And yeah, the way the image uses the trigrams does this too. Um, are you okay with trigrams? You know what I yes. mean by trigrams? Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, I thought you probably did, but it's always good to check. For this one, it's made of thunder and wind lasting, and a noble one stands firm and does not change his bearings. Wind and thunder, you think it seems like a storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both change things. But it, it kind of reminds me of the of that boat that might be in the name of the hexagram. Yeah, there might be a storm, but my boat is still going this way. I'll just adjust the sail. There's the same sense of seeking your own path, your own direction, and yeah, translating the lasting into that somehow. Yeah, having your direction to go. So that was a, a gallop through 32. I mean, it is lasting, isn't it? I mean, yeah. From what you said, you've, you know, you've changed, you know, you've lived together and not lived together and changed the configuration of things, but it's it goes on. It's still a presence. It is, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> it is. Mm-hmm. And in the background, there's this, I think, probably a desire for decrease, which is a simple hexagram. It means what it says, decreasing, diminishing, having less. The name of it shows a hand and a round vessel, and you can imagine it as ready to pour out the vessel. Whereas the hexagram it contrasts with, 42, is increase, and that also shows a vessel, but that one is full to overflowing. It comes from hexagram 40. That's the one before. And that's release. Um, I wouldn't actually have been surprised if you'd got hexagram 40 because it has that emergent sense of choice, which sort of sounds like something you want as well. Not going to force things, not going to struggle, but going to look at um, where do I want to be and is this path leading there? 
Yeah, you're you're, you're nodding, but this isn't going to show on the recording. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, like I'm I'm a very free spirit person. And I was saying to him earlier today that I feel like I can't express my love fully or freely or publicly um, because that whole, like, other people, it's more his side of the relationship, not my side, because there's just him and me with my circle, like, with my side of things socially. It's just him and me. Like, everybody, they can try, but I'm not interested in them. So it's just him and me and my family and my friends. But on his side, there are other people. And that's why I feel like I have to, like, contain my feelings that I can't be so free to express them because there's other people Mm. that he is dealing with or seeing and all that other things. So it's like when I, when we share things on social media, I can't like just post things on his page. Not that that's a big deal. um, Cause I like Mm. private anyway. I'm a bit of a privacy person. I'm not really like, I don't. Yeah. But, but there's a difference between not wanting to and not being able to yeah there is and so having to put a lid on it yeah yeah so Mm. i can post things on my page but i can't post things on his (laughs) yeah um so it, it follows from from 40 because letting things take their time uh and not struggling not forcing things naturally means letting go and so decreasing follows there's a sense of I'm not going to feel obliged to try to force this to work somehow. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah, not going to struggle this and drive it through. And so, and so I'm a bit less invested. I want to put a bit less in or I want it to take up a bit less space. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I've, mm. I've written about that many times too, how I would like to care less. I was like, more than anything Mm. in the world, I'd love to focus on my career, finance and family because prior to him becoming part of my life, I was very focused on those things and Mm. they're still very important to me and I would like to give more attention to them. Um, But at the back of my mind nowadays, he's always there, even though I don't want him to be there. Mm. I don't want to be thinking about him. (laughs) I want to be thinking about my work and my family and my finances. In my like, I just really am really invested in my career and my family. Like, I love those things, and I know that those are things that I have control of. I don't have control of our relationship. That's why I don't want to invest so much into it, and that's why I wish that I I stopped caring. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, and yes, I can completely see how the mix of that and something that lasts and sticks and goes on is yeah, it's tough. Mm. Yeah, the tradition about hexagram 41 is that you're giving something up for the sake of something else, something higher, like letting go of some of the relationship for the sake of, of family connections, for instance, and the rest of your life and your sense of purpose there. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with this hexagram either. Decreasing, there's truth and confidence from the source, good fortune, not a mistake. It says that again. There can be constancy and it's fruitful to have a direction to go. It says that again too. How to use this? Two simple baskets may be used for the offering. So it requires truth and confidence. It requires you to be not in two minds. Um, To be able to say, okay, I can give this up with a whole heart and not with second thoughts, uh, and with this direction to go, 
with the sense of purpose so that it's less what am I losing here and more what's next and the sense pouring out from the from the vessel with a sense of making space for something new yeah hmm. and it's meant to take two simple baskets or simple grain bowls or something the point is it's it's meant to be small and simple this offering it's it's not meant to involve human sacrifice <laughs> basically one of us can one of us can we both sacrifice like just like those two bowls can it be like us like just decreasing him and decreasing me he's one bowl or basket mm. and I'm the other bowl of basket and we just like chuck those baskets away and then we're just permanently by ourselves, happy, hmm. without each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, the, well, the baskets are chucked away. They're offered up. Oh, um, damn. Which is a bit different. And, <laughs> yeah, and there, there is lasting in the foreground. I mean, it's, it's not going away, is it? And you certainly can't make it as though this never happened. Oh. It's always going to have happened. Um, That's you know. very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, but you know the um, the moon keeps go- keeps going round. It doesn't get to the end of the cycle and vanish. Um, <laughs> does it come? You know, it comes back again. Um, no. <laughs> oh. God damn it, there I was thinking the satellite would disappear, but no. Yeah, yeah, um, I was actually really, really hoping. I was like, yeah, I can vanish and nobody will notice that I was ever there and we all just yeah. good. We're just like, yep, thanks for meeting. Yep, it was nice meeting you, nice knowing you. See you later. Um, yeah, who are you anyway? Um, no, no. Um, what else? Oh, the, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, this is the difficulty, isn't it, between the, the letting go and giving up and offering up and the lasting fact that you're connected and the relationship is there and you're aware of each other and, you know, integrated with one another in ways. Yeah. Um, a noble one, says the image, curbs anger and restrains desires like a mountain above a lake, um, which is what you were saying you did a few moments ago. Um, I did? Yes, you, you talked about um, setting limits to yourself not being able to express your feelings freely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually thinking that, like, when I think of us two, like, metaphorically, image-wise, I always think of him as the mountain and me as the lake. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm the more emotional one, and he's the more grounded and solid and stable one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of his setup that imposes the the lid yeah. puts the lid on what you can do yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense so that clarified the framework of honey's reading with the two hexagrams pulling in opposite directions you can hear them both in her own words i think when she talks about wanting to focus on family and work her chosen direction to go from hexagram 41 and not have him present in the back of her mind all the time lastingly The primary relating framework can be especially useful in a reading like this one, with no fewer than four moving lines. This is where we get into the really sticky part of the reading, the part that made me say Honey was brave to share it, 
because these moving lines are really no fun at all. So far on this podcast, I've mostly featured quite sunny readings. Rucker's decision readings last time, the ones about studying at university, essentially showed both options were fine. Different emphases, different ways of learning, that's all. That actually quite often happens. You ask about two options, almost hoping to be told that one of them is just obviously a terrible mistake, and instead you're shown how both paths are good, just different. The Yijing is a mostly positive oracle, especially if you read only what it says and take its commentator's ideas with a pinch of salt. I forget the statistics, but I remember reading that there are far more positive omens in the book than negative. However, it's not the New Age fluff machine or the positive vibration fairies sunshine oracle. It's the book of changes. It covers everything, all of existence, including all the many and varied ways things can go horribly, painfully wrong. This actually sometimes makes people reluctant to cast a reading at all, because they know they might get an almighty slapdown in response. Consulting the Yi is not very safe. If someone's nervous to cast at all, I tend to suggest they limit the scope of their question. Don't ask about the whole undertaking, just your next step. Or don't ask to understand the whole thing, just what you need to know now. That's essentially what Honey did. She didn't ask about the significance of the whole relationship, just what it is now. And Yi gives her a picture of this. And it's not a pretty one. At this point, she might have been tempted to run very fast in the opposite direction and pretend this reading never happened. And I'm really impressed that she not only cast it, she volunteered to look at it in more depth and share the experience. The thing is that when you get a negative reading like this one, Yi never just says, this is all wrong. It always explains. It shows you what is wrong and how and why it's wrong. In a word, it always helps. Honey could already see the lasting nature of the relationship, along with her underlying desire for decrease, and how those two things don't go together. And now, with each line text, she has a new image to think with. It's a series of pictures she can recognise on a deep level. I think this kind of reading experience can bring you closer to your own lived experience. It prevents you from rationalising it away. Anyway, have a listen to how this works for Honey and her four moving lines. Um, so yeah, there's 41 in the background. And then you have these four moving lines. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with something that lasts and there's nothing wrong with the desire to diminish things and you know, give it up, let it go, make space, find your own direction. But the combination and the effects in some in lasting as shown in those four moving lines um yeah ouch <laughs> yeah frankly yeah yeah mm. it's uh it's difficult to get a reading with lines like this and not just sort of run away screaming and decide you'd rather look at a different reading thank you very much yeah <laughs> yeah um, but it, I, he never just says, oh, this is bad, this is very bad, this is dreadful, without actually painting you a picture of what's really happening. Mm. So it's not just here to say, you idiot, you're in a mess. It's here to help you get out of bad situations and understand what's going on. Um, yeah. Mm. And you did ask 
the question because you felt you needed to see and understand what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. You got what you asked for. Um, yeah. So one line at a time then. Line one, deep into lasting, constancy, pitfall, no direction, bears fruit. Deep in, right at the beginning, deep in like deep water, all the way down, deep into the patterns of something that's established. And, and right at line one, bef almost before you even know what they are, what you're diving into, something that goes in below the level of consciousness. Yeah. Um, I, I had a sudden thought when I looked at this, looking back to 41, um, I, you have a clear and explicit desire to diminish the role of the relationship. Um, is there a chance that you also have a kind of self-sacrificial streak in there that make it less starts translating into give more up, expect less from him? I, I could be wrong. It just dropped. Give more up and express. Yeah, no, um, I already do do a lot of self-sacrifice. Um, that's probably why I want to just separate or just diminish my involvement with him is because I feel like I'm giving up too much of myself for the mm -hmm. relationship. And um, just so I just, like, it's weird because – when we're together, it's great. When we're not together, it's not great. And and sometimes, and this is the problem that we have, is when we when I'm sick, which is the worst, he's not there because he doesn't want to get sick. <laughs> oh. So he literally hmm. abandons me anytime that I am sick. He will not be near me. He will stay away from me if I am sick because he, um, I'm, um, I'm on a salary, so I get paid whether I go to work or not. And he's different. He's a contractor. So if he gets sick, mm. he doesn't get paid. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a situation and, I'm intimately familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> and so that causes um, not a lot of issues. Mm, yeah. Because I'm sick. Actually, at the moment, I've been sick this week and he's avoided me since I got mm. sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is understandable. But yeah. Yes. I this... Part of understanding why or where where things come from is looking at the chigua, the, the mini relating hexagram for each line. So if this were the only line changing, where would it take you? What does it point to? This one points yeah. to hexagram 34. Ah, yeah, great vigor. Mm, yes. So that explains how you get so deep in. Lots of yeah. energy, lots of strength, jumping in very deep, very fast. And also 34. That's um, my age. It's not, <laughs> right. Okay. That yeah, I don't know. Um, you know what I was not—that was not what I was going to say. I was going to say it stands firm. It holds its position. It—it uh, it can become very hard to get clear with that. Um, It's—I uh, mean—it's hard to plan or envision your way out when you are down in a deep hole. I think it's—I think it's a—it's a deep emotional pit, and there's not much light down there. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there's lots of, you know, youth and strength and health and vigor um, <laughs> that kind of drives you further in there. So yeah, that line, um, yeah, it starts thing off, it kind of gets you stuck in there. Line three, 
not lasting in one's character, maybe accepting a shameful gift, constancy, shame. I talked about this one in a recent podcast when I had it. Um, it's not my favorite line to get. Um, now, I just wonder, I mean, I would not normally go through a reading with heart, get to the, get to a harsh line and say, Oh, well, that must be about somebody else. Um, yeah. but you did ask about the relationship. So like you're saying, the whole reading belongs to you both. So I think it's okay for you to go to each line and say, is this me? Is this more him? Is it both of us before yeah. you take it all on yourself? So yeah. I will leave you to do that with this one. This is someone who is not constant in their character or in their virtue or to their own strength. It's basically someone who's not true to their best self. And instead, they accept a shameful gift. They get payback for this. Um, yeah. The rewards of relationship, maybe. I'm, in my... I feel like there could be both of us. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I, um, I was saying earlier as well to a friend of mine, it's like, um, I'm still with him because I love him. It's not lust driven. Like, um, in spite of everything he does, like the only reason why we've lasted this long is because for me, it's genuine love. And I don't, he, he doesn't try to be like, in my, in my opinion, he's not trying to be manipulative. He's just being himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I do feel like sometimes I feel like I'm probably a good influence on him more so than he is on me sometimes, sometimes not all the time. Um, like sometimes there was time, there were times when we got together or we caught up and I could tell that his mind was somewhere else because he'd just been through something else with someone else and he'd probably had a really stressful time. And then I've just come and just been like good person and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But being good is not enough. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And just because someone is not setting out to manipulate you or use you or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you don't get manipulated. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This line by itself points to hexagram 40 again, release, which is interesting that, you know, um, cutting free from the whole idea that there are obligations you have to fulfill, so you have to go a certain way and saying, well, does this lead where I want to go or not? Which is not a bad thing to do, but it doesn't go very well with hexagram 32. Yeah. Like I say, I had this in this previous episode where I was asking, what about giving up a volunteering role? And, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, is the way I'm spending my time serving me? Is it taking me to where I want to be? But it's... Yeah. It's not very loyal um, in, my, in my case. And it was just, that was just not my best self speaking. And I got slapped down by this line, which was no fun. So, yeah, the the rewards and mm, how you can be rewarded and it can still not be your true self. Um, yeah. Not, be, be, not lasting in your character in your day. Yeah. Yeah. Line four. <laughs> You really have got a right set of lives here. Line four, mm. it has no omen. It doesn't say good or bad. It just says, in the field, no game. Super clear. Someone goes hunting, maybe two people go hunting, and they don't catch anything. What they're looking for is not there. 
Yeah. Apparently a field was probably originally the space that was defined to hunt in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe there's something else in this field. Maybe you can grow potatoes in it or maybe I'm probably you need to move to a different field. Um, what is not useful is to keep running around this and saying, well, if I just go another step, there's bound to be, you know, a pig around this corner because there isn't because there isn't anything there. Um, yeah. And today, today we, him and I were having a discussion and he said, if you're looking for someone to make you stable, then I'm not it. And I was like, when I read that, when I read what he said to me about me looking for someone to make, make me stable, I was, mm, I was thinking to myself, it. I'm not looking for somebody to make me stable. I'm looking for somebody to like, you know, that wants to be stable, to help each other be stable, not someone to mm. make me stable but like yes. mutually help each other to be stable. But the fact that he pointed that out, I said to him, thank you for reminding me and confirming that you're not here for stability, mm. you know, because you're just like, oh, you know, I don't want to be a house husband. And I was like, I said to him, he's like, oh, I'm not the house husband sort of person. Like I don't want to be a house husband. And then I, and this, this is that thing where you were saying about obligations before, because his idea of what our relationship obligations are is actually nothing to do with my personality. Like his, his idea of what I'm expecting and what I actually, how I actually want a relationship and what he is like projecting and thinking that I expect. So he wants, he thinks that I'm looking for a house husband, but I'm actually looking for somebody to, to have adventures with because I don't like staying home myself. I like going out mm. and exploring. So I don't actually want a house husband. So I don't know where he got that idea from. I'd actually rather be with somebody that wants to travel and explore the world, not somebody that wants to stay home and be boring. Yeah, it may be that things that look quite clearly different to you all blend into one thing for him. Yeah. Um, you know, that someone who is into a stable relationship uh, looks to him the same as someone who is propping up someone else and making and stabilizing them and mm. you know maybe just maybe you're seeing distinctions that he that are just not there for him anyway um so yes you've been discussing the game that is not in the field um the field that does not have the game in it yeah that. <laughs> this one points to 46 which is pushing upward which has that spirit of we're going step by step towards the goal which you know, fine, but you need to be slightly wary of the idea that you can do that without changing field. <laughs> Hexagram 46 can say, well, we're working on it every day. We're, you know, we're having the good conversations. We're moving along. We're making progress. Yeah, but they're, you know, there's still just potatoes in this field or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Potatoes. <laughs> still. It's still very quiet. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And line six. Yeah. Trickier to know exactly what's wrong or why it's wrong here. Shaking up lasting pitfall. Apparently the shaking up word is quite closely related to earthquake. Um, mm. It means shake up, rouse and stir and waken and... Right at the end of lasting, it's yeah. You know, and the lines have taken you through the whole story from the first dive in to this. 
it has a sort of stirring, okay, out with the old, in, in with the new feeling. Let's disrupt the patterns. And behind this one, where this line changes to, is a big ambition of hexagram 50. Whole new life, new container. Um, so why is this wrong? <laughs> What's wrong now? Pitfall. Well, it doesn't say. I'm not sure. But in the context of this reading, it makes me think that you can shake up the pieces, but it's still the same kaleidoscope. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I suppose another image would be the deck chairs on the Titanic. But um, <laughs> um, and combined with line four, especially, um, you know, maybe you need to move to a different field instead of searching this one on a different grid pattern or something. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, another another take on this one is that you're trying for something new, but you're still in lasting, which is sort of like another way of saying the same thing. It's like the, the joke about the old countryman where you stop in a country lane somewhere and ask him for directions. How do I get to the pub in such and such village? And he says, oh, well, I wouldn't start from here. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, but you have to. It is lasting and, yeah, it's still, yeah, it's still present. So, yeah, that's your four lovely lines. Deep into lasting, constancy, pitfall, no direction bears fruit. Not lasting in your character or one's character, maybe accepting a shameful gift, constancy, shame. In the mm -hmm. field, no game. Shaking up lasting, pitfall. As being plunged in too deep and being stuck, there's a lack of truth to oneself. There's accepting a shameful gift, but not finding what you're really hunting for. And that's trying to shake it up into something new. And that also, for some reason, not working. So, yeah, you ask what you need to know about the relationship as it is now. Um, I mean, what jumps out at you from this lot? Well, taking all those lines into consideration, um, you know, the first one, I forgot what it was already, like the great vigor, but what was it? Deep into lasting. Deep into lasting. So it's like you're expecting, you know, more permanency out of something that's supposed to be temporary. Um, mm. So, you know, I've got a lot of yes. being 34 and I've got a lot of great vigor, like a lot of power. And I'm, I am impatient. I'm a very impatient person um, for some things in life, not all things, like in terms of mood, like, and, um, temperance and being able to you know if somebody annoys me annoys me annoys me I'm, I'm patient in that sense but I'm a very gung-ho person um like I want action and I want to achieve things mm. blah 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 and then the next line uh, which was line three which is the accepting a shameful gift that can go both ways for the him and I um and you know releasing so that goes to release trying to release I guess the shame um, mm -hmm. of what we've been doing maybe, um, you know, that we've been accepting less. Well, I have, and I don't know if he had, like he feels the same way about he's been accepting a shameful gifts because he's been doing something that might be, you know, he might not admit it, but maybe he is a shameful spending time with someone younger than him. You know what I mean? You know, like he maybe is ashamed that he and, is having and a relationship. Someone who, and someone who needs more than he's, than he has that he's provided yeah so there could be shame mm. shame for him shame for me um mm. yeah the great vigor thing and uh, and then the next line 
Which was, so that was no game in the field. No game in the field, pushing upward, and there's nothing there for, you know, we know, like, I know what I want. He knows what I want. And he knows he's, he's confirmed and said how things are. He's like, oh, you know, I can't provide you any sort of stability or security and support when you need it the most. Like, I'm not going to be there for you. Um, hmm. And then the last line, shaking up last thing. And then that sort of speaks about, you know, and a lot of the lines, it's like I'm an inconsistent you know, I go from hope to fear a lot with a lot of things, trying to mix mm. up something new. Um, but it's like going around in circles with each other because, you know, even mm. though we've had so many discussions over the years, nothing changes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like. I think you, you have a clearer sense of that line than I do because you recognize it. Yeah. You have the discussions to shake things up and it, it still lasts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know you didn't ask for advice. You asked for a picture of what you need to know about it. But um, after that lot, I think you're better off as far away from this as you can get. And it doesn't it doesn't mean, you know, as you kind of fit this into your life. Um, since, since I was saying it's, you know, it's not going away. He's not going to evaporate in a puff of smoke. Um it doesn't mean it was all a mistake from the outset. And you sent me this other reading, which we obviously don't have time for, but it, about um, why you were attracted to one another. And that that doesn't suggest, you know, this was all a disaster and it was a self-destructive impulse or anything like that at all. It's about a return to yourself. So it can have been something positive and, um, and then you can get this lot for how it is now. Um, and it does. It feels like a, like I do remember. Yeah, obviously, when you first get with some, like um, get together, like our first year was pretty lovely. Second year was quite mm. nice. Third year was getting terrible. <laughs> like it starts to, you know, obviously. But I was <laughs> thinking how like I did learn things about myself along the way. And if he hadn't even have stuck with me this long, I wouldn't have even experienced love in the first place. So I wouldn't have even experienced a smidgen of love. And I've told him this before. Hmm. It, um, it that, like, I know that you're an asshole, but <laughs> no, no, not like a complete asshole. I was like, you're not perfect, but I did actually at least experience a little bit of love from you along the way. So it's like, it's not all like, it's not all terrible, but it's just, yeah. He is who he is and I am who I am. And there's been a lot of growth for me, which is why the return to self thing made sense to me after this reading. So there's all this crazy drama that happened, had to, that I had to go through with him to learn how to return to myself and just, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be like from this moment onwards because when I got sick this week and he refused to come and look, help me while I've been, because I've been really, really unwell during the week. Uh, Eddie Belace basically just like gapped it um which was like Mm. kind of the last straw for me um yeah I've said that before though so and and I've spoken to family and friends and they've said you may not necessarily this may not be the end but it should come to a natural conclusion soon is what my family and friends are hoping is that him and I come to a natural conclusion soon which I've also mm. asked him for as well and 
kind of like said, like, if you love me, if you really do, um, if you did and do, then we can help each other. Like we can have a conscious uncoupling, you know, mm. we should be able to do that. Like there should be no hatred or animosity because, you know, he knows that I'm not a bad person. So he should just happily help assist us in mutually detaching. Hopefully. Mm. Yeah. Potentially. Yes. And um, I, was, I was about to say there could be another reading to cast about how how to go about this, but you may already have cast it. Um, uh, I may have. <laughs> I may have. Yeah. I, would, I, can't, there I wouldn't a, actually. There was, a hexagram, there was a hexagram 22 on the forum about. Oh, uh, that was, that was um, a is, month which ago. Is clo- which, is, which is close to the question we're looking at now. I think. Yeah. So I did cast that about a month ago. Mm. What happened was when I moved away from him is it was his birthday. So I couldn't kind of, because birthdays are important to me. Mm. So when I moved out and the the week that I did that reading was his birthday. So I wanted to break free, but because birthdays are so important to me, I couldn't just cut the cord right Mm. then and there. Yeah. But now it's a month after his birthday, so, yeah. Mm. And I got sick and he's not here for me, so <laughs> maybe yeah. I cut it. Yes, yes. You, you can look round, look round this field and see a distinct absence of gain. Um, <laughs> yes, I can. There's nothing here for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that brings us to the, brings us to the end of it. Um, I'm kind of you to the beginning of the difficult bit. Um, mm actually using the reading and uh, talking about it i get i get the easy part in all this yeah yeah mm. um well thank you very much for sharing your reading um, i'm sorry especially for sharing like... a big complicated difficult one <laughs> yeah i don't know if i even make sense but i don't think yeah. i'm yeah yeah you make you make sense <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, so I I'm gonna stop the recording. Okay. So that was our reading for this month. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm not back to doing readings for people yet, I'm afraid, including the free ones for the podcast, as I'm still trying to get myself together after moving house. Actually, as I record this, it's April the sixteenth. We need to be out of our current home by the end of the month. And I don't yet know where we'll be moving to. There's a fair chance that when you listen to this, we'll be staying in temporary accommodation while we sort ourselves out. So that part about trying to get myself together after moving is a prediction, but I think it's a pretty safe one. Anyway, I just wanted to say that if you do want my help with a reading, I'm still making myself as available as I possibly can to Change Circle members. Change Circle is the heart of Clarity. It's its core paying membership, where for £10 a month you have access to a private forum, a nice little library of Yijing courses and downloads, Wikiwing, our jointly authored Yijing book, and also Yijing chats with me. Oh, and also regular Zoom gatherings for the group, though, as you might imagine, those are on hold at the moment until I'm a bit less discombobulated. So if you'd like a reading with me, or if you'd just like to join a small community of people who love the Yijing and support one another with their readings, 
then do visit onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash change circle. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash C-H-A-N-G-E-C-I-R-C-L-E with no dashes. And have a look at what's included. You'd be very welcome as a member. That's all for now. Thank you again for listening and have a great month.